how to delete characters, right? Hey, 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 hey. Oh, I thought you were about to delete Anthony. <laughs> delete Anthony. I thought that was a fucking threat. Like, hey, hey, hey. It took me five minutes to put all that shit down. <laughs> now, so yeah, what can you, you, you not delete him, right? I feel a little attacked because when you do look at our character sheets, there, I don't think I've deleted a single one. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, have... not once, no. Enough. You might want to I'd delete... be surprised if you did. The... I guess from it. They were actually called Shikigami, but you might want to delete all those, Wookie. You won't be able to upload anything to Roll20 because it's like, oh my gosh, you're over the limit. <laughs> oh, Down... what? So, yeah, you might want to delete the uh, Field Guardian, Kalidas, Sangzor, <laughs> Sapiens. Not Sangzor? Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, I never use Sangzor. He's just there. What about Sam? Has his... Sam's not mine anymore. <laughs> Sam's just there. Yeah. I'll go through the. I definitely need to take a second look at this, so I'll go through this. I took a note. Oh, and the Hellhounds, I guess, since both Farius and I are gone. I I think we should take a long rest. No. (laughs) Sorry. Please. No. I haven't haven't been above 20 HP for the past three sessions. Well, that's. Too damn bad. You shouldn't have got hurt. Previously on Gugdai, the heroes faced off against the rock-hard and well-hung Grotz, who, as Cardius committed seppuku, swept in all the lord of all Incubus, grabbed your demon companion off of his feet and carried him off, never to be seen again. Sir Hiss picked up a scroll as you made your way down the slippery mist clung cliffs towards Baldur's Gate. You arrived at a high wall abutting the mansions of the Upper Crest. The gate leading into the Upper City from the north is obviously seldom used, but... A wet, slippery trail disrupting the dew alludes to the force sent to the castle Ravenloft upon its arrival. You hear snoring coming from up above. to have my mage hands just kind of like drum on the brazier to make it like echo and make noise <laughs> probably nothing I'll go back to sleep but kind of a nice little patty with a heavy sigh I'll just have Five hands float up and just drum on the guard's helmet. Who goes there? At this point, Sir Hiss, where did you put that scroll there that you put that you picked up there? It'd probably be sitting in the brazier with me. 
All right. It's uh, starting to smoke a little bit. I'm going to look at the skull. I actually like, open it and look at it. All right. As soon as you open it, a billow of this... It's not quite smoke, but it does roll off of the scroll in waves, and I need a constitution roll from you, please. Thirteen. Just makes it. And out of the purple smoke... You see something summoned into this plane. Milk, would you please introduce your character, Morel? Oh, hell yeah. I'm free! Freedom! Freedom! <laughs> so, what gets summoned from the scroll is a... How do I put this? <sighs> I guess Porcini would have been in there, too. So you see a huge mushroom just out of a bunch of spores coming into, I suppose you could call it a... Have you ever seen the world trees in, like, Madagascar? Yeah. Yes. About that size. Okay. Wait, wait, what size? The what now? It's huge. It's an yeah, enormous yeah. mushroom. Hey, big. Oh, whoops. He just kind of looms there for a bit, kind of crumbling any ground beneath him, and kind of looks around. So at this point, two, well, two mushrooms, one enormous and the other one three pounds, appear in front of you, Anthony and Sir Hiss. And the guard who is observing this situation is Slagjod. He just sees this huge mushroom apparate out of a giant cloud of spores. Um, all right, well, uh, uh, everybody stop moving down there, yeah? What's going on? We're, we're locking down the city. That's a big-ass castle spilling thousands of horrible night creatures into our city, and I... Can't be sure you're not entirely trustworthy. You might be in on it. Uh, everyone stay down there. We're in on it in the fact that we are here to s stop it. Oh, no, sure, sure you are. I believe as you. Obviously, you're uh, the hero that's going to save us all from the vampire. Mm, yes, of course you are. Give me a persuasion check if you'd like. Sure. As I say, we've already killed Strahd once. Yes, me too. I killed him last week on Thursday. <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> yes, I killed Strahd, and after I killed Tiamat, as I went up to heaven and took over the throne of. God damn it. Not the Chad God. What, what, were the, what was the God you were telling me about, Anthony? Um, Cord or Umberly? Cord, yeah. Oh, the yes, bitch I... queen or cord? <laughs> no, not the bitch queen. I went up and I defeated Cord himself, and now I am the master of games. Yet you got stuck with guard duty. 
I choose this duty. This is the most important of the f gates. No one shall enter under my watch. You're not doing a very good job. A lot of vampires seem to already got in. <laughs> that He's is true. Turns purple at this, because it is... You're right, it is true. Right, I'm not going to argue with you. And he um, disappears over the wall. After a few seconds, you guys hear... As the big heavy wed, uh, wooden doors open up, revealing the upper city. You see well-appointed streets, lavish marble, and wide corridors surrounded by mansion mansions. This is the higher class of the uh, part of the city. Huh. The bourgeoisie. Quite. Ah, well, are these the people the birds work for? Absolutely. Alright, so I got you guys here represented by this toad. Where would you like to go? You have the city to yourselves. From up on the castle, what section of the city were the vampires and whatever most attacking? Everywhere and everything. Okay. Um... What do you think, shirtless man? I think we should go somewhere for a nap or something. I'm tired. Mm. Well, I do not know if this place will have such things. From the top of Porcini, you just see Morel like waving their hands frantically and making like clicking noises. So Anthony's gonna, Anthony's just gonna wave. <laughs> just gonna wave and go back to whatever he was doing. Oh God! I know I'm a talking snake, but that's just ridiculous. That is completely ridiculous, <laughs> Anthony. I'm with you. We need to get some rest. Um, are we? Yeah, you know, let me introduce myself. I am Van Richten, the legendary vampire hunter. Nice to meet you, Mr. Uh, you know, I didn't quite catch that with all the clicks in there. What was your name? Looking up to you, Morel. <laughs> Clicking and whistling <laughs> before like, they start getting frustrated. And Porcini reaches up and grabs Morel before setting him on the ground. And Morel kind of reaches into their pocket and like throws a bunch of spores in the air. Uh, are you guys deliberately not trying to breathe those in? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't go around breathing in strange smoke, usually. Probably, yeah. At mm. that moment, they'd be like upset and start like pounding their foot on the ground again. <laughs> right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, breathe in the smoke. Sorry. And he takes some deep, deep, deep breaths. Oh, I know what race you're playing. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, the spores, yeah, I figured it out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a good race. I'm a snake, so just tongue just... <laughs> just, <laughs> just licks me. <laughs> if you breathed in the spores, uh, you'd be able to actually, like, communicate with Morel now. So there's, like, first off, she's gonna look to Sir His, she, he. I don't think mushrooms have gender specifically. Oh, but yeah. yeah. 
They'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Do you know how long I've been trapped in there? God. And he was so mean, too. It was so neglectful. But I, I can't remember the last time I was out in the open. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They're just gonna, like, sing praises and, like, I guess prostrate themselves to the snake. <laughs> yes, of course. You're welcome. He's gonna look up at Porcini, like, Porcini, no! down your bow, 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 bow. And he's gonna, like, kneel down and, like, kind of bow his head. Well, what are you capable of now that you're free? Ah, uh, yes, straight, straight to the point then. Uh, I can heal. That is useful. I like you. <laughs> I can also spread disease and death. Oh. Oh my. I like you. <laughs> useful oh, with the right enemy. This is the most polite and well-respected mushroom I've ever met. Lovely to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you. My, my name's Morel. This is Porcini. He's my guardian. Morel and Porcini, welcome to the amazing group of Rictavio's fanfare. No, <laughs> we're not called that. <laughs> no. In any case, welcome to our group. We're glad you could be with us, Morel and Polchene. Oh, well, uh, on that note, what happened to the demon? Like, um, he's not going back and enslave us again, right? Stolen. Um, I mean... Probably not. M.I.A. assumed K.I.A. And not oh, to worry, you. yourself, as long as you're with us, no harm will come from your Cartier I have a little bit of revenge I'd like to take on that good-looking man, but if he ever comes back here, I swear to God. Wait, wait, is, is Rictavius... I under the is assumption you worked with him. Oh, sure, is I worked with him. Under pressure, I was pressed into service. Oh yeah, Rictavius shouldn't be an incubus anymore. The college... Right, yeah. That's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably a regular guy now. Oh. I think, because I think the only way that could, like, stop the effects of the collar was to kill the user. Oh, jeez. Because it works long range, so depending on whether or not Cardius is alive or not, Rictavio should be fine. Be perfectly honest, Cardius is being horribly tortured right now and is on the brink of death constantly. But is he dead? Oh, wonderful. Still alive. Then no, Rictavio's still an incubus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so your yeah, horns certainly don't help your case. Look, all right. Well, Rotavio wasn't a death, wasn't an incubus. Um, Cardius exactly. enslaved him and put the, the horns on him. Yeah. Exactly. You all knew me before I had these things. Please, I see past not. the horns and my extreme horniness. <laughs> Ow. God. In fact, I did not know you before. In fact, I don't even know the shirtless one. Shirtless, but we've been traveling together for what seems like years now. Hmm. I mean, we got pretty sure it was like thirty minutes. <laughs> are Are you guys even trustworthy? Are, are you guys <laughs> the good guys? I mean, I mean, play the vampires. Well, that. I mean, if you're ask, if you're asking if I'm better than Cardius, then yes. Oh, well, that's all we needed to hear. Tally on, then. 
Now, don't get the wrong impression, Morel. Just because we were working with Cardias, it was to see the downfall of Strahd. No other purpose outside that. We certainly weren't going around stealing people's souls and stuffing them inside our bag. At Infinitum. Frustrate, Tavia. I was just gonna, like, get behind Porcini. Oh, sorry. Might be scaring the little guy there. In any case, what are we, uh... What are we up to here? I see there's a nice tavern here. How about we head in here and catch a little bit of rest, eh? Sure. Sounds like a plan. All right, you guys step into a well-appointed tavern inside the upper city here. The sign above the bar reads the Slurping Sturgeon as you step within. Sir Hiss is going to have his brazier float at head level with Anthony. Anthony's Anthony's looking at the sign. The hell is a sturgeon? It's a, a fish. 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 All right. It's where the caviar comes from. Where the what? Oh wait, did they have caviar back in the day? Of course, yes. they have caviar. This is the upper city. This is the bourgeois. Yes, the fish, fish eggs. Yeah, sturgeon is the fish where authentic caviar comes from. Really. <laughs> I thought you get yes. caviar off of very fish. Russian fish. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they also use um, a different kind of fish in um, Russia. It's a very rare, almost endangered fish. Um, sells for roughly $3,000 per ounce. Oh, I thought you were setting up a joke. This is a real fish. No. It's yes. a real fish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were building up. Yeah, it's about three thousand dollars. It is an ounce. It's called my dick fish. <laughs> but it's very popular with um poutine. <laughs> that sounds so just wrong. <laughs> it's um, it's 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 French fries covered with cheese curds with um brown gravy on them. It's a where, Canadian specialty. Where what it is? But why would you? It's a cheaper dish, and then you throw caviar on it. What's the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got ordered a pizza and I uh, ground a gold bar on the top of it as a <laughs> topping. Yeah, it's like that. You know, it's the sort of. Is it's that... like corn dogs and chocolate. Is that the uh, basic embodiment of like gluttony then? <laughs> oh, look. Color coordinated tables. Isn't that a nice Isn't that accent? Just so helpful. Whoa. Why is the frog still here? The frog's the most important part of the group. He disappears. He's Summon the glue that holds this friendship together. <laughs> ought to stay more than ten minutes, and he can't be resummoned now that Cardius is gone. Oh no! Goodbye, Sapiens. We'll miss He's you. He's being sustained by the turtle that's inside him. <laughs> He's being sustained. <laughs> Got a turtle battery in there. <laughs> I'm gonna miss him. So what happens to the turtle then? Is he also gone? <laughs> Just a turtle. <laughs> he said they don't go to the shadow realm with the summons, so I don't know. Is a turtle? Is Just a turtle here now. On the ground now. Going to have a duel in the shadow realm, Yuki boy. In the tavern here lovely environment you guys take the time required to rest and recuperate go ahead and take a long rest yeah 
Anthony was the only one who needed it. As you Shut all... Shut your goddamn mouth. Your character died. Oh, I chose to... My arcane streams, I? You know how difficult it would have been to kill myself now that I had the three re revives and all that shit? Nigh impossible? Yes. I wasn't about to sit through that. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, well, sometimes you got to turn over the character. I understand. And as you guys think about turning characters over, um, damn, didn't have a good transition there. You all hear odd rumors spread throughout the bar. You can tell the elevation, the tension has been elevated, and there's quiet whispers, people casting furtive glances. You hear... Look, all right, it's just the common cold. I don't know why everyone's getting all freaked out and out of hand about it. I swear I went down to the grocery and there was all, all sold out of TP. <laughs> oh, no. Pain. Mm. Is it the Black Plague or something? It's the Rat Plague, remember? Oh, oh. shit, that was a good one, dude. No, it's like about that. It was like, remember when he got real upset when I said I'm immune to two diseases? <laughs> he got God damn it. Damn That's it. funny. So is Morel. Damn it. <laughs> Great. Why is I got you, circus oh. free. Good thing a doctor just entered the group, but that's pretty much what you guys get here in the tavern, and uh, you guys. Go ahead and take your long rest, and, and then you guys have the city back to yourself. Uh, unless you'd like to pin down anybody and try and squeeze them for information. I mean, what information would they... Uh, well, kind of hey, anybody see any vampires? <laughs> see if the vampires have set up a base inside the city. Yo, anybody hear a blood-sucking monster? No, not lawyers. <laughs> No, not politicians. Um, all right, Sir Hess, you float up with your brassiere over to the bar, and the bartender has to do a double take. He's not used to seeing snakes float. Oh, my. Hello, Governor. How am I help you? I'm looking for information. Yeah, sure. Maybe I'm pointing in the right direction, saying that uh, you might... Hey, common courtesy, you make sure that I get greased correctly. <clears throat> I am aware that your city has recently been invaded, and I am wondering if they have discovered a base of operations. Well, look, I'm just a simple innkeeper over here. You want some information like that? Maybe go ask the guild, I don't know, friend. There's like visual disgust. As much as like I can appear on a snake's face, there's visual disgust about talking to the guild. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have a little something in your eye? Are you okay? You want some water? Isn't the guild the one who turned him into what he is today? Yep. And then he killed most of them to get away. <laughs> because they tried to kill him because they realized they created something too powerful. It's a monster. So it would be surprising to Sir Hiss if somebody eventually recognized him and was like, wait, 
that snake shouldn't be here. <laughs> I mean, how did I know for sure you're the same snake? How often do you see a <laughs> black bush viper floating around on several hundred mage hands? <laughs> that could be any snake. Well, that could be any snake. He <laughs> <You> just. <laughs> That snake shall profile You'd be surprised what you see when you're high on skooma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Bro, the got snake's talking to me, man. Bro, this snake's got like 50 hands and no arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're no help. Sir, I will float away. Back to the group. Sir, has give me a Give me a perception check as you float away. I'm back to the group. And you arrive back at your group, and hmm. just a bright day outside. Just a lot of white coming in from you know outside where the sun is. There's sun here. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot it's still nighttime where you guys are. Uh, Perpetual yeah, nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was getting excited. Anthony was going to see the sun for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not yet. How much of a culture shock would that be? What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, if we take a long rest, that's eight hours, so maybe. At this point, I figure you guys are right in the blue of the morning. You're about to see the sun come up for the very first time, Anthony, as you guys stumble out of the bar. You look up and see the sky turn from a reddish orange into the brilliant blue of a sky bluebird morning. And directly in front of you, you see a tattoo parlor. Mm. You want mm. more tattoos, monk? I don't have tattoos. Do you want one? Then what's that on your shoulder? I was born with it. Well, you're saying this is a birthmark, this intricate, lovely patterning all over your shoulder here? Yep. I suppose it's like the pattern on my scales. You know what this means? You, this means that both of you are the chosen one to, uh, destined to save the universe. That's... Uh, okay. Believe what you wish. Morel, listen, this is important. They both bear the sacred birthmark, as foretold by the legend. Morel now regrets being given Rictavio some force. Rather than Rictavio. on top of Porcini and just kind of sit up there for the duration. Uh, she's telepathic, though, so you can still talk to her from the hey, ground. So his. <laughs> oh, look! So am I. So we could just have a mental conversation and no one will know. Oh, yeah, that actually works so great. Why are you guys being quiet? Are you... Why isn't anyone saying anything? You're not going to react to what I... Okay, or you know what? Anyway. Rictavio's lucky I don't have anything that does radiant damage. <laughs> you have Anthony, he's right there. Just pick him up and whack him with. 
Do you count as radiant damage? I mean, you start glowing. If you, if you... <laughs> Just pick him up and crack him like a glow stick and throw him at Octavio. <laughs> Anthony's a registered weapon. Wow. Anthony, as you look at the tattoo. Floating down the street. All right. Yeah, you guys start floating on down the street, making your way wherever you're making your way. And Anthony, no, you don't want no tattoos? No tattoos. I'm fine without tattoos. All right. As you guys walk on by the tattoo parlor, you hear someone address you, Sir Hiss. Oh, you hold it right there. And a big man blusters up, uh, pointing at you with uh, the other one, his other arm balled up on his hip. I am uh, the fourth seat of the Flaming Fist, placing you under arrest in the name of the guild. And he pulls out a scimitar that he uh, spins with a backhanded grip, and you see him moving his head around, just taking wildly. Behold the awesome skills and the unmatched prowess of the pointy steel in my hands. Oh! Sir Hiss is just going to look at him unamused. You think you can beat me even though the almost entire Thieves Guild and Mage's College couldn't? Not the Mage's College. Well, wait. I feel like this is some pre-existing stuff. Um, What's going on? Who is this chump? Stay out of the way, a citizen. I am placing a sure his under arrest. Now, come quietly unless you want there to be a massacre. I was going to jump off a of porcini and just kind of float down Mary Poppins style <laughs> using like the cap, the cap from the top of her head to like, stop right there. I will not allow you to take this man to save me. I'm just going to like brandish a dagger. But it's like so much better. <laughs> um, Anthony. But probably can't understand because you haven't given him spores. Just random clicking and you point a dagger at him. <laughs> so in the future, we are gonna go ahead and treat Morel as constantly sending out spores. I mean, even the air you and I breathe with each breath has a few spores in it. So it's not stretching too far to believe that Morel is going to be able to speak with everyone you guys encounter. Fair Sir Hiss is just going to, like, in a state of not caring, like, at all, create <laughs> his ring of blades around him. The tiny, like, little tooth-shaped needles. And at this point... Look... Oh, well, isn't that a neat trick? My you wish to get out of the way, Morel. I need. I have some business to attend to. Gonna put away the dagger. Step aside. At this point, the guard is—he's casting glances from Sir Hiss and Morel back and forth, not sure which one is uh, more of a threat, as they're both about the same size. And he's like, "All right." <laughs> Spinning daggers. All right, I'll focus on this. He's like, Hold it right there. I saw Rokshi will not let you pass. Oh, ting, ting. And he's kind of trying to take his sword and stop your spinning blades. But as your spinning blades pass, kind of just knock his sword down and you guys walk right by him. 
Oh, he did say he was a mage hand to just pick up the sword and carry it with me, slipping it into my bag of holding. Oh, we're stealing stuff now. He gets uh, this uh, guy who stopped you is very embarrassed. He looks cast gas, uh, cast look left and right, and since no one's looking, he just starts walking away quickly. If they're going to try to send someone to kill me, at least send someone competent. Sir His yells after him. <laughs> Wait, how high up is Sir His? He's like a couple feet off the ground. Like, how much is a couple feet? Well, he was at... at this point. Oh, he went down? Yeah. Ah. I'm gonna, like, pat whatever is considered the back of a snake and just be like, Oh, I didn't know you had beef with the fiery fist. The flaming fist. Oh, yes, I haven't that name in, like, hundreds of years, though. Most of the guilds here probably have heard of my name and wish to kill me or capture me. Did... Did you do something bad? Only murdered half both the Thieves Guild and the Mages College. Oh well, everyone has their reasons. I'm sure you didn't do it out of pure bloodlust. I was about to say, you had, your, you had great reasons, right? They deserved it. How did it come in? Self-defense. Yes, yes, of course. She's gonna give Rictavio, like, whatever the equivalent of the stare would be. <laughs> From a mushroom. Rictavio raises a big old eyebrow at that. They are yeah, still friends, so of course, and puts like two or three more feet in between Morel and, um, or excuse me, in between Sir Hiss floating Brazier and himself. Well, in order to cause less problems, I may as well do this. And Sir Hiss will take his tail, slip off his circle of blasting, put that inside the bag of holding, slide, uh, land on the ground, come out of the brazier, put that also in the bag of holding and pull out of the bag holding another circlet and put that on his head and then he mutters something under his breath and there's a flash of energy and he suddenly takes on the form of a five foot eight uh, pale skinned woman who is wearing pretty much nothing but a cloak oh, fantastic we'll be able to get around much more easily now disguised now Rictavius and the fact that he's obviously around. <laughs> oh, yeah, come a little closer, will not you? Now, you didn't kill uh, hundreds of people in this uh, appearance, did you? No. Excellent disguise, then. <laughs> Everyone just has to be taller than Morel. <laughs> I apologize. I had to take this form as it is the nature of the magic from this circlet. I much prefer to be snake. Pearl's just gonna wave her hand like, oh, no, 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 it's fine, I, I understand. No. Just not nice being looked down on all the time, you know? Hmm. I'll slide her up there, riding for Jane, as we're gonna be a good view. I could also make you a chair made of my hands. Use them. Well, that may have sounded gruesome in any other context. I would really appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> it's just imagine the <laughs> hand which from gravity falls in the hands just. <laughs> uh, so about fifty mage hands will apparate around and then form like crisscrossing over themselves and form a chair for Morel. 
Kyle's gonna get all giddy and like clap her hands together and like sit on the chair. Well, uh, about head height with uh, Sir Hiss's current form. Yeah, it's nice to be in the middle of two extremes. Not so low to the ground and not so high up. Mm. Indeed. Now let us move on. And with a wonderful perch, you guys explore the city of Baldur's Gate and find a couple of disturbing elements. You see, as you move between the upper city and the lower city, a huge disparity. Wealth inequality is even worse worse than it is in 2021. You see tents languishing and people tired, sickly, dying in the gutter. While just across the street, over a wall, huge mansions and lavish spreads feed the gluttonous rich. In addition, in one of the more well-appointed areas, in front of the government building, the High Hall, a massive towering building stretching up containing multiple government functions, you see a statue of Caleb. Statue of who? Kaylin. Oh. This sounds like a regular old guy. Uh, no. Um, it's my character from the Descent into Avernus campaign. Oh, the, the cleric? No, oh, sh- I was the no. uh, pallid elf no. uh, wizard. What happened? Oh. What timeline are we in? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know who you are. Who are you? What's going on? Hell. Damn it. Just broke my brain, DM. What the fuck are you doing over there? Very much did. You just gonna throw that on somebody, you know? Would Sir Hiss know of this figure having been in Baldur's Gate? Sir Hiss, you would have known about this figure, not only of your, of your time in Baldur's Gate, but in your research, you have seen many of the contributions of Kaelin into the arcane body of work. Drifting up to the statue, which you didn't see the last time you were here, you look at the plaque and it reads, quote, in honor of Kaylin's big braid. I doubt she is still in the city, but if she is, that could be a very useful ally in the fight against these vampires. Let alone her arcane knowledge would be most interesting to uh, question. Pertini's like gonna rub what would be her chin. (laughs) Well, I suppose more allies would be advantageous. I'd rather not be stuck with only a shirtless monk and Someone who reeks of Cardius. Hmm. Look, I don't know what you're implying, but Cardius and I never got past first base, alright? Morel has lost even more respect for the men. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony's gonna sit there just rubbing the bridge of his nose with his eyes shut. Why the hell is it so goddamn bright? That is the sun. I don't like it. I've not seen it before. Oh no, 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 no. We're in the sun? Yeah. Oh. 
It's heavily overcast uh, here in Baldur's Gate. Being this close to the ocean, the marine layer really comes in heavy in the morning. So while the sun is peeking out through patches, there is still a heavy cloud cover. Just to be safe and to make sure that Porcini is always like casting a shadow over her. Absolutely. Stay in the shade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A little loud. Um, so you guys are picking up some more information in the lower city before heading back to the upper city to perhaps the Slurping Sturgeon. You could return to your quarters there or continue your exploration into a different tavern. You've seen a few other ones. You saw the Low Lantern, which seemed to be like some kind of boat converted into a tavern. Known for its gambling, you might be able to chase down a lead as to the guild or some kind of such in that part of the town. The only other is thing the that guild you... like on display, like, is there not a thing of like, oh yeah, this the guild? There would be for some of them. My knowledge of Baldur's Gate is correct. Zerhis, you return to some of the locations that you use to communicate with agents of the guild and find they have been rotated. Anything that was still pertaining to the guild, its nature, its secret nature, demands that it continually move like water and adapt to the continual pressure from the upper gentry. Um... So that Sir Hiss's human form isn't walking around naked, he will take a moment to concentrate and clothes out will kind of just apparate and form over mostly like it would be exposing a lot of skin still just because he doesn't like being constricted by clothing, but it would be enough to cover the more important parts of a female body. Sexy. So we're talking a... Oops, just bare mushroom, no clothes whatsoever. <laughs> Modesty's overrated, but uh, feeling Girls a little scared. bit... <laughs> Taking a little bit of precaution as you are catching a lot of uh, sideways glance of 14-year-old uh, boys. Um, yeah, you aberrate some clothing and you are able to blend in a little bit better. You guys make your way. It's effectively like a bikini. <laughs> he created because it's that? enough to cover but not enough to like make him <laughs> uncomfortable just as little as possible understood who is the fox anchor Megan um... Megan Trainer? no it's the really cute uh, really sexy woman who just like sells her soul to be a propagandist for far right Nazi talking points on Fox but she left God damn it. Markle? <laughs> the gongle? Yeah, I'm just going to give up. But yeah, essentially, you have a bikini. I wanted to say a skirt that is just uh, a napkin of a of cloth. But yeah, essentially, you're just wearing a a nothing. Mm -hmm. And you guys make your way through the outer city, crossing the lower city gates into the surrounding city. 
And you catch a few cat calls. Uh, the people here seem to be a little more rude and crass than the rest of the city. However, as you move through the outer city, you realize that the people outside of the gates outnumber the individuals inside of the city. It must have been between the successive disasters of Baldur's Gate being, in flood, being flooded by refugees from El Terrell once it was pulled into Avernus and then returned. Some people didn't want to stay in El Terrell even though it had returned and they survived their journey into the first layer of hell and thus made the trip to the outside and the tent cities that surround Baldur's Gate. And once again, the disparity between the wealth is even more clear out here. You see bloated and distended bellies of children wearing barely, wearing as little clothes as you, Sir Hiss. And all the while, as you move through this outer city, you hear coughing quite a bit more than just the furtive whispers and the occasional out-of-business sign. You hear and you feel the tension as it spreads throughout the outer city. <coughs> and you can't quite pin it. You hear the sound, but as soon as you look towards it, it ceases. It's like a scraping. And you've heard the word nine be used over, overheard in these conversations as you walk by. And as you guys look at the different squalor on the different parts of the town, we're going to take a five minute break. of what circuses one looks like. Hot? Hot? You put it in the art channel? What's up, bro? I did. Yeah! Oh my, that is a hot-ass nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, my God. You know what that fucking reminds me of? Did you ever see, ah, oh, shit, Korgoth the Barbarian? think so conan the barbarian or no 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 korgoth is um so the guys that made spongebob before they were like super rich and famous and successful oh, korgoth yeah korgoth the guy the guy who made a megaphone with a squirrel and a megaphone talking about him I, I i'm not sure who that is this is a barbarian oh. um so before the SpongeBob guys did uh, SpongeBob, they did a pilot for a D&D show uh, animated in that style, and Korgoth was the barbarian main character. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll put the link up in the fucking link channel, but uh, he saves this, of course, he saves the, the damsel in distress, and she's wearing a fur bikini. Nice. Nice. I was thinking of a different 
Barbarian, the Hedic. They name very similar. Barbarian name area right there. on Hero Forge making I was originally trying to make like an actual like thing for Sir Hiss in his snake form but there's no snake like thing that you can put on there so I just like whatever there's a human form from his circlet so just made that yeah if you can't get the main one then we'll just get his alternate form man that's surprising I guess like Hero Forge is anthropocentric yeah maybe it's it's typically if you you can't play like animals in that and here well they have uh, like pets that you can add rats and uh squirrels and rats and uh foxes there's like a fox and a cat that's about it so I was hoping there was a snake, so then I can put both of them, like have the snake on the base as like this normal form and an alternate form. Oh, that'd be sick. But maybe they'll add it later. They're still adding stuff. So. They're constantly adding stuff. I think you can actually have your character hold a snake. I think. I didn't see one. No, that's a turtle. <laughs> turtle. Turtle. But it took me a while to actually get the head to actually make it look like she's looking down at the book. Oh yeah. Getting any kind of like specific pose is it's very Yeah, it's very difficult. You're cutting out. You're jabbing. Oh. Oh. What's funny is whenever we tell Hello? Anthony, we know, yeah, we can hear you, bud. Whenever we tell him, it starts to fix itself. It fixes itself, and we always get like an oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Shit. <laughs> oh. Right, I want to do one more thing, and then we'll probably have a shorter session tonight, as I only have one more thing. Alright. And as the afternoon turns into evening, and the hot, humid day cools down into a pleasant, chill wind... You guys notice some flying machines going around. You, Sir Hiss, uh, we're pretty sure there weren't any flying machines last time you were here. And as one flies by, you see on the side of it, Kalen Capital. 
Huh? Get it? Because because Kaylin made a hedge fund and and he called it Kaylin Capital because of alliteration. Get it? Ah, yeah. Is capital spelled with a K? Yes, it is in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Glorious. (laughs) I approve. And uh, making yourself discreet, you follow back one of these flying machines and see that these are all interconnected and overbuilt. You see these just giant slabs of iron fitted together, riveted. And as these things move, it it seems to be like these giant locomotive, uh, train locomotions moving between specific points back and forth. Somehow, Kaelin's been able to make a very profitable, well-guarded system of transportation. Hmm. Uh, She was studying gravity and time, so I wouldn't completely put it past her. And it only takes you about an hour. You figure that all of these ships these flyers are emanating out of one building, and it is a well-appointed and uh, fortified location. <laughs> it is Eurizemer. Um, I'm gonna put the frog on it, but you see a continual stream of these locomotions headed out into the bay and then arriving at a small island that looks almost man-made and the only thing sitting on the island is a reinforced bunker looking thing with a small bridge leading out through the water to it I think that maybe where she is staying. There's pretty interesting up there. What do you think you need to ask the individual about? Arcane knowledge, of course. Oh, of course. Uh, of course, arcane knowledge. Right, I know all about that. I'm a great practitioner of magic myself. I. Uh, have quite well researched you. Feel free to ask me any questions you might have. I'll be happy to enlighten you. I'll never have a character that doesn't dislike. <laughs> that doesn't dislike Rictavia. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could make a character that could dislike him. <laughs> Uh, that's right, Anthony. I always knew you were good stuff. Yeah, put it right here. Don't, don't touch me. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. In any case, as you guys walk on over to Kaylin's capital, make your way across the narrow bridge. A little bit of sea spray hits you. You guys feel salt in your mouth. You enter this well-appointed building. And as soon as you enter, the small bunker-like outer appearance immediately gives way into grand arching hallways that rise up above you hundreds of feet into beautiful stained glass reliefs. uh, Murals coat the ceiling above you. As you walk in this huge echoing lobby, 
The tile is checkered and it gives you a bit of a vertigo as you step into this enormous space. You cross through the lobby to a single window at which a small goblin sits behind. Goblin, you say? Hello, how can all be? Goblin the goblin? <laughs> Good day. I am here to speak with Caleb, if that is possible. All right, hey, we'll go ahead and take out my book here, see so we'll get you an appointment in. And he takes out, like, um, a massive Webster's Dictionary-style tome. Right, oh. okay, seems like here uh, has uh, six years sound for you. We have uh, in June, uh, perhaps in the summer, unless we have something open up in the springtime. Uh, seems like uh, I well, might be able to do five years if you are if you can come in in the winter. It'd be cooler if you could let us go in now, you know, a walk-in appointment. Oh, right. Well, a walk-in appointment, of course. Uh, Kaylin is uh, not busy at all and doesn't have any prior engagements. Uh, you see here, this book isn't a full of appointments for Kaylin. Uh, uh, just go oh, ahead. you're right. It isn't full. That's probably just a whole bunch of scribbles and everything. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, hey, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> Look, oh, I was being snarky, all right? This isn't just me justifying my job over here. What, do you think but, I'm a government you worker? You said that we could go in. You, you wouldn't have lied to me, I right? I wasn't lying. I was being sarcastic. There's a difference. I was trying but to be biting in my wit and humor. You specifically said she didn't have anything to do. We could come in and that there were no other appointments. So for you to say, oh, I did not lie, would mean that that is the truth. Right, um, so, uh, you know, you really backed me into a corner. I can't really talk my way out of that one. Um, I think I might have to let you in now, actually. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Here, have a gumdrop. Well, it is a matter of important discussion. At this point, the mouth of Widsworth has just dropped into the floor. He is stammering. He's, you essentially gave Widsworth a stroke. <laughs> what I do you're lucky you let us in or bad things probably would have happened to uh, you specifically yes look alright my imagination has been completely destroyed and my I feel like a computer that's gone and had a frozen I'm having a glitch I, you know you know what and he takes a little card and places it in front of him that says we'll be back soon and then shuts a shutter in front of him I'm taking my lunch. Uh, yeah, I do get paid enough for this, but, you know, frankly, I'm just really frustrated right now. Uh, I need a minute. I need a break. Are there, are there any upstairs, upstairs windows? <laughs> oh, God. So this room that you've entered into, while it has an enormously high ceiling, there doesn't seem to be any extra story. This is one room, one space. To, uh. to the sides... You look at the left and right wall. There are no features on these walls. You just see giant masonry brick wall on the sides of this place. Wow, it's quite expensive and well done. You're definitely getting that MC Escher feel where things are starting to make you feel dizzy, like things aren't quite balanced correctly. Morel's gonna start 
piling honey candies onto the desk where she saw the goblin go. <laughs> you got a little pyramid anything, going up higher. And anything interesting about the door? Yes. So there is one window teller door kind of thing. As you walk up to the uh, uh, window and look around it, you see that looking through the shutters that were drawn, there's enough of a gap for you to see back in there. You just see essentially like a barn trough that extends infinitely behind Widsworth. There are these areas that kind of stack up to two or three feet as the masonry comes out of the side of the wall. And inside each one of these alcoves, you just see piles and piles of valuables. In the first alcove, you see everything is delineated by gold. In the second one, it's platinum. In the third, you see some kind of really green and odd-smelling substance. Just a big old pile of uh, not marijuana. (laughs) And it continues like that stall after stall as far as your eye can see behind Whitsworth as he's over in the side he turns on a wireless TV set and puts his feet up starts watching a soccer game Will so like there's a there's a there's a let's go find Caleb that is all that's in this room other than the door that's directly behind you and about a hundred feet across this room there is nothing else within this rather fancy lobby. Just the window and the door entering this room. Sir Hiss wouldn't believe that, knowing the trickeries of a mage, and will begin to look around for things that are not as they seem. All right. I'll look around with them. Anthony's going to go for a more direct approach. He's taking his quarterstaff. He's going to stick it through that little opening that he can look through, (laughs) and he's going to pry it open. You try and push up the the metal grate, and it wobbles, and it shakes. It seems like it's about to break, but it just won't. It's weird. Sir Hiss and Morel, both of you look around the floor and notice that the tile has an odd pattern to it. Please give me... A spot hidden to see if you can identify any kind of pattern. You mean perception? Well, except perception. Thank you. Yes. Uh, or investigation. Thank you. Investigation. With a natural 20, you, Morel, would see that these. There is a large patch of white off to the right of the window, and in this patch of white marble, there seem to be a few squares, three of them in a vertical line, connected by two of them directly next to each other, sitting on top of those three, another single block, and then two more black blocks on the very end. gonna go see if the blocks move 
So all these marble tiles are in the floor, and you step over them. They don't seem to be... Uh, they don't depress. They do not move. It just seems to be this different pattern of color within the sea of white marble as you walk across it. If push comes to shove, we can always just knock down the wall, right? Yeah, give it a shot. I mean, walls are probably just rock, right? I would not recommend that. Anthony, Anthony's gonna start knocking on the little metal shutter thing. Just, just nonstop. Just no, 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 no. I just knock. I help you. I can't hear you. I'm ignoring you. Anthony's gonna start punching it instead of knocking it. Just repeatedly, just full strength, just oh, punching it. Son of a bitch! Oh, yeah, God damn it! Uh, no, 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 no! Oh, oh. The son of a bitch! I have money on this game, you piece of shit, Orlando! You better kick, Orlando! You better pick that fucking no! Oh, no! No! Oh! Ah! And he continues to watch the game as you beat against the door. Yeah, can I go try to open the floor? Okay, one at a time, one at a time. What were you saying there, Milk? Can I try to open the shutters of the goblin from the outside? You and Anthony both try and give it a shove. You can tell it's magically reinforced and it gives it gives way just enough to give you hope, but then it, it holds fast. Magically enforced, you say? Maybe, <laughs> Sir Hiss. What was you said? Something was off about the floor. What was the investigation? What did that reveal? Absolutely. So you saw the same thing that Morel saw. You see that um, the entirety of this floor and this massive space is a majority white. You see some other tiles here and there, black, green, red but it seems to be random. However, your interest is peaked right over maybe 10 feet away from the service window. There seems to be a pattern of black stones that uh, go right up to the wall and abut it. There are three black squares in a row, like a tower, two sitting on top of that, one above, and then two more. Hmm. And in this form, you are able to complete the pattern. Okay. Each one of these tiles is about two feet. And seeing this pattern, it reminds you, maybe not you of your childhood, but maybe maybe Anthony and Morel of their childhood, maybe, maybe just Anthony of his childhood. Hold me, Anthony, had seen it. Can I dispel magic the shutter? No! <laughs> <laughs> the goblin's gonna help us, whether he likes it or not. Let me see. Alright, go ahead and cast dispel magic on the, uh, on the shutter there. As soon as you do, you see 
a stream, a shower of sparkles as the energy within the gate leaves it and immediately Gen- collapsed due to the previous damage done by Anthony. <laughs> I was gonna wave like, yoo-hoo, yes, sorry to bother you on your break, but you didn't give us instructions, so, um, yeah, can you lead us to Alan? I'm feeling a little more threatened than I was previously. I will cooperate. I, I'm i really used to being able to hide behind that transparent glass and insult people and, and really make really make their day quite shitty. I'm very displeased that you were able to get rid of my, my fancy gate. Why did you do this? Well, we tried knocking, but you, you didn't answer. So. Yes, I was being rude on purpose. Well, why would you do that? And being rude got your door smashed. What'd you learn? <laughs> I learned that being rude gets my door smashed in. You know? Very good. This is really quite Newtonian. I have no clue what that means, but and neither glad do you I. learned something. I, I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I am speaking nonsense. I, here, follow me, please. Come this way. And at this point, he uh, closes a separate shutter behind that shutter that you broke. And (laughs) you guys see a part of the wall slide over to the side where those patterns of black stones were, those black tiles. He steps through, door slides back. Right this way, I'll take you over to Master Kaelin. It'll be no problem. Sure that the... That's just done for the day. At least getting closer take over the daily reports in any case follow me in case what do you need to see the master just so I know and I I don't show up surprising her (laughs) old friends perhaps you're looking for a deal in the business of transportation we do hold some kind of logistics for the friends of Gainland now anything I've only been around for a day, but from the uh, from what I've heard so far, uh, I believe Circus has some information on her and thinks that she will help us out with the undead crisis that is currently befalling us. Oh, terrible. Wait. Yeah, the terrible Wait. undead. Go everywhere. Destroyed everything. Killing everyone else. Yes, this way. I have information on the Mage's College of Old, if that is of interest to your master. Well, there's been a bit of conflict between um, Caitlin and the Major's College, but I think most of it was resolved, uh, at least on the surface. Well, let's make haste. I'll send a message to Caitlin and let her know you're coming so she knows to expect you all. You mm-hmm. said that in a very ominous way. This isn't a trap, is it? No, no, no. It is just how goblins talk after they smoke a ton of blunts. It's everything is <laughs> is very scratchy and, and trails out. If it, is, if it a- is a trap, yeah. I'm gonna break your knees. I'm, oh, I need those for walking. That's the point. Yes. How am I? You're not very good at this whole threatening things. This yeah. threatening thing. My mother told me I was missing a part of my brain, the thinking part of it. In any case. I don't doubt that. Didn't understand what she meant at the time. Not surprising. (laughs) 
At this point, you guys are walked through the lower city up to the gates and Widsworth flashing a pass to some of the guards up at the upper gate. You guys continue up and back to the high hall and walking through, flashing a similar medallion to the guard at the front of the high hall. You guys continue up to the very top of the government building and find yourselves in an office waiting patiently on the door it says what do you call those people the treasurer yeah it says treasurer of Baldur's Gate we're else gonna hand honey candies to every guard they pass as they make their way up oh alright it's quite delicious like you right there you um, I give them temporary HP it's oh. just reskin good berry just floating by on <laughs> Man, or the chair made of mage hands. Absolutely, you guys put a bunch of smiles on the faces you pass by and awaiting in the office. It only takes about 10 20 minutes. You're not waiting long before you feel the tingling presence of a powerful mage as Kaelin enters the room and sits down with a regal and classy air crossing her fingers, stapling her fingers on the desk in front of her. Yes, how can I help you? I am Kaylin of Kaylin Capitals. Yes, I uh, am seeking information that may help me in my arcane endeavors, and I am willing to trade information that I know of also in my arcane. Happy to do business with you. Now I just have one question before we begin. that would be your rampage through the guild in the mages college what is your reason oh saw through my disguise I am not surprised um well after they created me they some time passed, and I eventually created my form of magic, and they were jealous and tried to take it by force. That sounds familiar. I found myself in a bit of conflict with these individuals as I grew my business. Seems like they wanted to know the secrets to my flying machines. Proprietary, of course, however, if I choose to share it with you is because well, we'll just keep it between ourselves now I will afford you a place to study as well as access into some of my records partial access into the library if you find yourself back at Kaelin Capital tell Widsworth actually just hand him this note and she hurriedly jots down something on a piece of paper and hands it over to you Take it and look it over. Simple instructions, just instru uh, telling Widsworth to give you guys partial access to the library and full accommodations for Kalen Capital Transport business. Morella's kind of going to peek up over the desk and like slap a honey candy on it and be like, who wouldn't happen to have a moist, dark closet, would you? Of course I do. I, what would you need it for? Oh, well, it's just when I feel the most at home, you know? You know, I don't know why I even asked the question. Of course it is. 
and with a wave of the hand, you see uh, right out of the back, behind the desk that she's at, right next to the window, so there shouldn't be any kind of space there, but somehow a door appears and opens up, and it is the most warm, excuse me, not warm, it is the most inviting, cold, dank space you've ever experienced before. Oh, well, that's the dankest space I've seen in my 400 years. I've had a little bit of experience with your individual species, and this is the best I could do. I believe you'll be able to interact with us from in there while still maintaining your comfort levels. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, thank you very much. She's going to give her two honey candies. My, these are absolutely delicious. Pops her, uh, pops one, uh, another one in her mouth. Now, I believe that's all I can do for now, as I'm a little busy and I am scheduled to meet with some of the nobles later this afternoon. While I accept their money, it makes it quite easy to continue and expand my research. I swear, dealing with these individuals makes me think twice about you know, the very structure and nature of our society. We could be so much more. We could... Uh, well, I'm ranting again. In any case, let me know if you need anything further. I should be at your disposal, and... Pleasure meeting all of you. You're very interesting characters. It was quite nice to meet you, too. I look forward to reading over your research. Of course, and maybe we can dig deeper into the facts that brought you here, as well as your... creation, and... Unravel the truth around that. I would enjoy that. Alright, and that's where we're going to end tonight's session. You guys made a powerful ally in Kaelin. Heck yeah. Sir Hiss is excited. Ultimate power! See, why couldn't things go over this smoothly with the Adrian? Why do you have to be a bad guy? <laughs> Honestly, I was trying to recreate that scene from Castlevania where, not Ismark, um, I'm forgetting the guy, who's the soul Isaac? forge? Isaac, thank you. Yeah, the forge master with the knife. Yeah, when Isaac is walking up those stairs to feed Car to fight Carmella. I was freaking the fuck out. I was like standing on my feet. I was like, oh fuck, this is badass. I was just retrying to recreate that scene with all the blood dripping down the stairs in a flow as you guys walk up to defeat Strahd. I wanted to make that scene just with Adrian. But you guys were like, "Ah, oh, we're not going up into the throne room. We're gonna, we're gonna go up the spire and fucking throw Strahd off the building." <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you do when you can fly. Or run up walls. Or you know, you guys are thinking in three dimensions. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be better. Oh yeah, definitely. Dude, you wouldn't last a minute in five D chess. The only thing I last a minute with 5Ds in it is sex. Wait, what? 
Wait, 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 wait. Five? <laughs> All right, as always, thanks for playing, you guys. Good night. Good night.